after venturing into the labyrinth beneath the Mazkin Monastery to vanquish the Bog Rot of Inuriant, the party had a night of reprieve, a chance to rest, to eat, sing, and to tend to their friendships. Now, as the morning dawns, the party, of course, blissfully unaware of the time outside as they awaken to the cold darkness of the labyrinth once more, pack up their things, and press on deeper into its halls. Is Val still leading the party with a light and Lerotes beside him? Yeah, I think so. Then you do come to points in the twisting tunnels that lead you further down, spiraling staircases, and then massive thoroughfares over hollow canyons that lead you deeper into the earth. And at one point, it becomes noticeably more difficult to take a fresh breath of air. Not only is the air stale down here, cold, chilled, just from the nature of things, but in Val's light and whatever candles and torches anyone else may be holding, you notice that there is a putrid wind that is almost visible, and these collections of congealed sludge start to become more and more prominent the further you go. (coughs) Is anyone else having a hard time breathing? Can I try to intent a breeze? Yes, you may. Do those rolls. Dice don't fail me now. Ooh, that was a pretty good roll. That's a 31 on my d20. Holy cow. That's good. I'm really good at intent now, you guys. I'm a godborn. 37 on my d100. Oh, sorry, 73. I read them backwards. So as you endeavor to create a wind powerful enough to clear out some of these hallways, you only manage a light breeze. That clears up the air in your immediate vicinity, but going forward, it's not going to show any significant improvements. Well, if anyone starts feeling any adverse effects, let me know. Kilneus, you say you haven't ventured this deep before, correct? No, this is all unfamiliar at best. A little strange. So I assume you haven't necessarily seen the gross amalgamation in itself. You've only dealt with the small appendages that we saw last night along the walls. True, very true. But I've heard tales about entire passages lined with it, and not only that, but just walls of this thing slowly encroaching further and further. Uh, I hope we don't have to spend too much longer here. Unfortunately, I don't think the deeper we go, we'd be able to spend much longer if we wanted to, especially if the air remains this thick with whatever this is. I think we must press onward quickly if we are to hopefully get this accomplished soon. I agree. Onward. As they're walking, can Rolandier make any sort of observations about the air that he's seeing or the things on the walls? He knows it's already susceptible to fire, as he was told by them, but he's just kind of looking for any other details or insights that he can get as to the nature of this. Roll insight, both to get a clue into that and to lead the party onward. That is 21. Nice. So you do notice that as the light passes by these almost tentacles or tendrils of sludge that crisscross along the walls, they seem to shirk away from said light, especially the fire, but even just light itself. And Rolandier pushing forward, you are able to guide your group to a better path, expediting your process down 
into the labyrinth deeper, to the point where you start to actually see what Kelnias was talking about. The floors, not so much, but the walls, out of cracks, and around corners come these twisting tendrils like vines covering the walls, thick brown, orange, hints of red and white, just disgusting, diseased bodies of sludge painted on the walls. Subconsciously, as they kind of get closer, encroaching as they walk through, Rolanda just draws his sword and just kind of carries it in his hand. Does Val notice that the things don't like the light? I think, yeah. And if not, Rolandier points it out. In addition to the light that I've cast on my staff, then can I also conjure some dancing lights and send them out ahead of us to kind of clear our path as we go? With those dancing lights heading out in front of your way, you do see that this sentient slime pulls back a little bit, retreating into these tiny crevices where it comes from. Kelnius, when you fought the thing before, um, did attacking the tentacles alert the whole creature and you had to fight it then? Should we press forward until we absolutely cannot? Or what would you recommend? I wish I could remember more, but to be frank, it doesn't think. We wouldn't be alerting anything if we were to start chopping away at these little pus tendrils. But... I think it would be smarter for us to only exercise and use our powers and instruments when we come to more impassable terrain. You'll see what I mean soon, I imagine. Val will nod. As you go on further and further, a number of hours pass, and it's at this point you come to another chamber, very similar in construction to the one where you rested the night before. However, it only has two exits, the one you came in, and then on the other side, another one where there is just a solid wall of slime. This brown and orange streaked thing, with bits and pieces of it snaking off into the room like little feelers curving around the walls and ceiling and floor. And Kelnius just nudges Val and says, That's what I meant. Uh, yeah, I can... It's very disgusting. Um, should we clear it now? Look, all I'm saying is, this is our last chance to turn back. If we go any further, we will be fighting this thing every inch of the way, and it will come back behind us. It will fill in every little corner that we miss. It's not going to be easy. Turn back? Uh, not so easy. Uh, it might not be easy, but it shan't be so hard. Onward, I say, onward. There's nothing so dreadful about this that we can't overcome it. Come, we've overcome far worse, have we not? Yes, come indeed. Lerotz is going to begin to move in that direction. Lerotz is right. We need to move forward. This is what we came to do. Val, can you uh, do your intent? Are we moving on, Zen, or did we want to rest here? I think we're all ready to go. All right. I will cast Fireball <laughs> at the thing. All right. Everyone a little ways cleared of the exit. Fireball away. I'd love to. Let me just make an attack. No, it makes a dexterity saving throw. Just kidding. It sure does. And it fails pretty hard with a 10. Well, I would be surprised if this thing was particularly dexterous. So <laughs> it just dodges. <laughs> that would be so frightening. <laughs> Turns out this thing's just flubber. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so lovable. And then you see Robin Williams. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys. 29 fire damage. All right, as you deal 48 fire damage, that's not 29 times. 58. As you, de- <laughs> as you deal 58 fire damage to this mass of the Bogrot, you hear this sort of gelatinous rumble and shake as the fire just shears into it and extinguishes these tendrils. You clear a path about 40 feet in to this next hallway. These flames even consume it, going further off into branching halls. But for right now, the path in front of you, at least for 40 feet, is just clear air and ash. What airs here? (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Oh, no, the slime got Brynir. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've got 40 feet of passage. Shall we continue, Zen? What else is a marching? You go 40 feet into this next hallway, and um, you come to a small junction where then, let's say, 10 feet ahead of you, there is the bog rot again, a wall of it. And then there are these side passages that go off just about five feet in each direction, where, again, a singed wall of bog rot waits, blocking your paths. Fireball it again! (laughs) Oh, I don't know if we want to spend all... I guess... Oh, oh, honey, oh, honey, I am not spending nothing! (laughs) I I have 17 times two fireballs because my simulacrum has all of my spell slots. So does everyone retreat so Val can make another fireball attack? Uh, which which one is Val shooting at? Well, so how many different passages are there? Is there any way for us to know the best way to go? No, there's just three. One with ten feet of purchase and other the other two with five. I'll start with the one with ten. So straight dead ahead. C- couldn't you just shoot again, but at the middle of this junction, and in theory rid all three of the pathways? In, in theory, yeah. I, I don't know how deep they go, but we could try that. All I know is we should probably hurry. I don't think Gilneas was lying to us when this Balgrot would come after us. Well, with a shot, I say. I fireball the middle of the room. <laughs> All right, everyone clears some some space, and then the fireball explodes in the middle of the room here. The fire eats away at the Bogrot, pushing it further back. And as your group comes to the center of this junction once more, you see that these three hallways are now basically identical, with around 30 to 40 feet each of clearance, but none of them branching off further or revealing any larger rooms. Should we start with the left, then? Yes, left, why not? And then we can at least hopefully track where we are. All right, um... Don't get too close to the flames, I guess, and I'll shoot another fireball at it. (laughs) (laughs) It streaks down the hall and explodes, impacting the bog rot, and you hear again this gelatinous jiggle echo throughout the chambers as then it is followed by a piercing, singeing noise as these pussy tendrils just fall to pieces. How's it looking? Does it need another fireball? It could use one, yeah. It's just another straight path. (laughs) I will fireball, and you tell me how many fireballs it takes to get to a point where something changes. (laughs) Just this one. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) As you let off this last fireball for this current round, at least, exploding a good portion of the bog rot, pushing it further back, clearing the way to where now this hallway is littered with ash. The walls are singed and scorched. The stone probably irreparably damaged. The bog rot 
gone until there is a, another sizable chamber that is about one-third infected. Are there any exits from here? Seeing as it's it's not completely opaque, it looks like there are two exits, one straight ahead and one to the right, but you can't reach them as right now. The bog rot completely covers the straight exit and more than half covers the right exit. Any thoughts or opinions here? Let's go straight, why not? Yeah, I don't think it really matters. We don't have any reference to tell us whether or not we're getting closer. At least, not that I'm aware of. Well, if a fraud is to believe, any path should take us closer. It is true. If this is a true labyrinth, in the end, it will not matter which path we take. However, perhaps the Bograt has a different opinion of the situation. Perhaps one path would be better than another, but I cannot tell. Does such a thing have an opinion? I was just about to say, speaking of the Bograt having an opinion, has anyone ever tried communicating with any part of this thing? When I said opinion, I was being um, facetious. No, no, no. I, I, I know that, Ifron, but I have actually been curious as to whether or not this thing is at all sentient and has consciousness, but... Perhaps we will come to find that out later. Simply wondering in my mind. The last time I tried to communicate with an aspect, uh, I was banished to a realm for eternity, so I'm not particularly keen to try it. Well, eternity didn't turn out to be that long, did it? <laughs> Perhaps not to you, Kelneas. Perhaps not to you. Well, the people do say that it has no intelligence. So if we are to believe them and trust what they say, there you go. Mick speaks the truth. It is a simple primal force. I have known plenty of beings with no intelligence who were still considered sentient, but I I understand. Then, now turning back to Val, fireball away. For the next six hours. Jeez. This, this is how long it takes to get to anything of note within the labyrinth. Ledalt's pretty much permanently imbues his glaive with fire and is hacking it away while singing about how John Henry beat the machine. <laughs> I don't know if that's lore friendly, but at least the first part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so he, no, he he starts trying to chip through it, particularly after however much time. If we're doing this for six hours, I mean, as far as I know, Val has 17 fireballs, so we're going to run out at some point. So Yeah, do I have enough spell slots to get through all that? Well, upon us arriving at a lower number of spell slots, Little just says to Val, maybe it's uh, for the best that we find a more mechanical means. Until we get closer, I fear that your unique abilities could be more useful for us in battle than they would be merely clearing a path. Um, and that's when he begins to start trying to chop stuff up. Kelnius assists then, doing basically the same elementalism on her twin blades. Rolandier attempts at first to hack and slash just with his sword, and just relatively, how effective is that compared to the fire-imbued weaponry? Marginally? It'd be like slashing at ballistic gel. Okay. Kind of being frustrated with that after his initial hacks, he attempts to imbue his sword with radiant energy, and then striking, does that have a different effect? It's just as effective as fire. All right. Then he continues doing that through the course of their journey. Then these six hours pass very arduously. As you come to a chamber that seems to be quite large, hollowed out, and even through the goo seems to have some sort of structure in the middle, towering pillars encased within the bog rot dot throughout this enormous hall, 
that's easily 200 feet high and further across and width than you can see at this point. And this is the first, like, large room of substance that we've come to in these six hours. Otherwise, there's been kind of these series of hallways. That is correct. Bursting through the final one that leads them into this room, Rolandir taking in this large space. Compared to the first largest room where they slept, what's the comparison of, like, the amount of stuff on the walls slash the air quality? Like, is it tremendously worse than that? Or, since it's so big, is it kind of the same? The air is both thick and thin here, and wall-wise, you only have a tiny amount just on the corners of the doorway in which you came in. As I said, the walls extend off somewhere far, far beyond your current vision. Well, I think we can take this, perhaps as a sign to take a break, at least. We've been going for hours, and this is the first sign of remotely any progress that we've come upon. I, for one, need a break. I disagree, Kilnia speaks up. And why is that? There's something in the center of this room. If anything, some sort of ziggurat or pyramid structure. Within that must be something more. Perhaps this is where the labyrinth comes to a head. And that pyramid is, I don't want to say the end, but at least the threshold to our final destination. This is all conjecture. Even so, it's logically founded conjecture. I I agree with you. I think it's worth pushing forward at least until we can find out what's in the middle of this room. But if it begins leading us down series of corridors, corridors, and corridors, I for one would vote that we return, have a short reprieve, and then carry on. Perhaps now would be a good time for Val to um, use the rest of those fireballs? I I can, yeah. Um, How many spell slots have I expended at this point, right? (laughs) That's up to you when the others decided to... But only one. Pick three, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) If it's up to me, zero. No, but like, I realistically, I... Six hours of travel is a lot, so I feel like I probably would be looking at the tail end of it. Um, I will use my delayed blast fireball, which let me just see how long that is. Oh, yes, baby. Okay. Um, so this I can concentrate for up to a minute, and with every round, it gets stronger. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like 60 additional rounds of combat. Is that true? 10 rounds, not 60. A round being six um, You Yes, I'm losing my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 20d6. No, 22. Ooh. It's like full-on Fire Lord Ozai when Susan's comments coming by. Oh, and yeah. He, and he does the supernova, you know? Very well. Um, everyone should probably take a big step back. <laughs> yeah. Rolandir <laughs> gets the heck out of there. As this enormous fireball grows in Val's vicinity and then he lets it off into the room, it explodes in a force that is nigh-apocalyptic as it just devours this gelatinous mass that is the bog rot. Each of these flames spitting out and licking up this disgusting rot, clearing away in a sizable sphere about 120 feet worth, just to the bottom of what looks to be, as Kelnias said, a ziggurat and the entrance to it. Lerotz. 
uh, for the first time in a while is managing to breathe more clearly beyond just being tired from you know, just kind of hacking away at this for the last bit. It appears that the weight in the air has a bit of an effect on him. So upon just the entire room being completely incinerated, any trace of it, you know, the clearest air that they've had pretty much this entire time, particularly for the last few hours, depending on how long it's been since uh, vowels, you start to get a little bit more breath in there, breathing clearly. And, uh, he's feeling better and stands just a little less hunched. Are we going in, Zen? Well, after an impressive display like that, I think we have to. <laughs> Landir starts leading the way. What else is going to follow him? We all follow. <laughs> Why do we always do this to ourselves? <laughs> Individual like, following. You know, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like the scene in Jojo Rabbit when, you know, like all of the Nazis come in. Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. <laughs> Heil Hitler. It is like that. And then like another guy comes in. They do it all again. Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. <laughs> Anyways, so we're walking towards the Sigrat. Yes, you still have to clear the way, and I assume Leirotz will take the lead then. He'll start swinging. Will Brynir help at this point to clear the ziggurat path? Yeah, Brynir will go ahead and help Leirotz cut up the path. With almost everyone chopping away at this passage, you enter the middle of the ziggurat in record time. There is a spiral staircase that seems to be flooded with the bog rot and then three other passages that shoot off to just other sides, other entrances to the ziggurat as you've reached this central chamber. After a, a hearty bit of hacking, Lerotz just kind of once again breathes a little deeply and just, ah, a moment, please, I, I must catch my breath. <clears throat> this heavy air is affecting me. Yes, yes, quite. I am curious, and is there any remnant of this bog rot material left anywhere like on the walls or the cracks or whatever you've been pretty thorough up to here I'd imagine but yes bits and pieces Rolandier's gonna stick his finger in a little bit of it and kind of pull it out and twiddle it between his fingers and what type of material is it well what are you wearing on your hands oh no uh, I mean, he has his chain mail, so I assume it's just kind of like a fabric on the underside. Probably like, yeah, like some heavy gloves or something. So on the tips of your fingers, where there's metal, you see through the bog rot that it begins to flake and rust at an alarming pace, and the leather begins to twist and be eaten away. So immediately, Relander jumps back and he's looking for the nearest fire source. <laughs> Anyone who has fire on them. Um, who does have fire on them? Brynir has a torch. Rolander jumps back to Brynir, and he just kind of shoves the fingers with it, kind of briefly passing it through the fire over and over again until he sees that it's gone. It is gone. Um, word to the wise, I would not touch any part of you to this. It seems to be corrosive at an alarming rate. That seems sort of self-explanatory, yeah? Yes, I suppose so. I'll cast Mending on Rolandier's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> if Ron's going to do a quick science experiment and he's just going to take Imin and try to cut some of the bog rot just to see if it does anything. It's about as effective as a normal blade as Rolandir's sword before he enchanted it. Gotcha. Now there is three things that the Mazkin mentioned to us. One, this creature is not sentient. Two, this creature destroys everything. 
And I can't remember the third one, to be honest. <laughs> but let's remember that moving forward. There's like a, a staircase full of goo in front of us, right? Going down? Yes, in the center of the room. Are we going down or are we pausing here? Uh, I think we need to go down. All right. I don't know that there will be very many places to pause at all. We, If we paused here, we could light a fire on this central pillar of the staircase. I guess it depends. Is there anything that could be gained by us pausing? Is anyone severely winded? Kind of looking over at Lerotes. <laughs> Lerotes let out a couple of big huffs. Really just kind of like forcing in the air, forcing it out again. And he obviously doesn't feel great, but he's like, Of course I'm fine. Yeah. I think a little bit of stench could pull me off now. I'm fine. That is guaranteed. <coughs> I... Oh, this seems like maybe a bad idea, but maybe not. We'll try it. Val wants to try to intent, use intent to clear this stairwell with a sort of like, not a fireball, like not an explosion, but like a controlled burn, just sort of methodically going down this spiral. Go for it. Oh, baby. Even better than my last roll. 33 on my d20. It's a good range. Terrible top, though. Uh, 81. No, that's uh, that's perfect. Yes! Seeing as you got within four. <laughs> with this wave of fire that burns at the Bograt, you are able to clear the entire staircase down. And it goes down about 150 feet as everyone follows in yours and its wake. How fast is the Bograt closing behind us? You haven't noticed it so far. As you come to the bottom of the stairs, these flames have also cleared out a ways ahead into a rectangular room. Not too large, but with only three exits, the one you just made included, it seems defensible. Shall we rest here, Zen? Yes, I have no problem with this. Well, if we should rest, I think it best that we prepare ourselves for the chance that this bog rot will come back. I, they say it closes in behind us, and, uh, well, we haven't seen anything so far. Unless it's a creeping growth, there is a chance that we might find ourselves covered in it by morning. Just having someone who could keep watch is probably for the best. I agree. There is also something that has been weighing on my mind. Do you remember our guide told us that this thing feeds on intent? Do we know what was meant by that? As far as I can tell... Intent seems to have been highly effective so far. I do not know if Val or anyone else has been feeling anything odd, but it is unsettling. I have stumbled upon something similar. During the years that I was studying as part of their military, there were records of beings similar to the elves, like we met when we first came into this world, that although unchanneled, the essence and the intent throughout the universe can be defiled, manipulated into these constructs that use it as some amalgamation of pure darkness, almost. I was curious, the same as you, Efron, but I think that when Val or anyone else uses intent in our channeled manner with specific direction, giving it, for example, the shape of flame, that's not exactly what it feeds off of. Perhaps it is more this raw, unharnessed intent that does flow through everything. But then again, I could be wrong, and it could be getting stronger with every fireball that gets cast. Who knows? I do not know either way. I have never concerned myself much with uh, the ways of intent. I'm sure one way or another we'll 
to the bottom of it eventually, whether we kill the heart or whether it devours us in our sleep. So, cheerio. And he rolls out his bedroll and lays down. <laughs> Ryan, remind me, is this room, does this room have Bogrot in it or is it just the stairs that used to? No, this, this room is mostly clear. The two paths that lead outward of this room, in addition to the path that you created, those have walls of Bogrot. Okay. Does it appear to be progressing or is it kind of chilling like it was before on those two that are full? It still snakes into the room as you've found it before, but whatever tendrils there are remaining are bits that used to be here because this room used to be completely full of it, flooded with it. Okay, but it's not like actively encroaching that we can observe at this moment in time? Not that you can tell. Perhaps we should set up, I don't know, torches or a fire at at the bottom of the stairs and then keep watch, definitely. And... Mick, perhaps it wouldn't be a bad idea either if you still have those traps on you to lay one perhaps at a key exit point and perhaps also at the stairs. In case anything were to come down, it could keep it clear for us. That's a brilliant idea. And Mick goes to the stairway and casts Glyph of Warding on the surface at the bottom of the stairs. Making an explosive trap for anything that comes too close. Uh, but Mick would like to cast also Guards and Wards and would like to cover the perimeter of the room so all of us in our company are safe and only us can be uh, not affected by the effects of the spell. All right, so all of the corridors that branch off from this room are becoming obscured. The stairs are filled with webs and you place dancing lights in each of the entrances to ward off the encroaching Bogrot. Oh, are, are we still doing stuff to keep ourselves safe? If Ron is just going to get out his bedroll, eat a little something, not much that he can do. He's not very magically gifted. Pulls out a fat blunt. <laughs> it's 420 somewhere. So that's what was in the pipe. <laughs> um, Val will take 10 minutes at each of the like other exits, not the stairs, to do this. Cast like a fabricate wall so I want to fabricate a wall to like wall in mixed dancing lights and I have to actually physically have enough material to do this so can I just like remove enough wall from the ground and have like a little moat in front of my walls yes I'll allow that okay that's what I'm doing floor to ceiling wall to wall little box to close in these doors as Rolandier's laying on his bed roll you kind of hear some mumbling coming from where he's lying and then suddenly, behind him, a large, gleaming, spectral guardian just appears out of nowhere. It's kind of faceless, mainly indistinct, but you notice it's holding a big A sword, and it's got a shield that's carrying a symbol that reminds you a lot of the Sanguine and of Sindor. And so it looks almost like a statue. It's just kind of standing there, but yep, that's what's going on. Kalneas looks around and everyone just getting to work and she's like, this is impressive. <laughs> we, I feel good about this. Is this. Finally, you have some faith in us, Kalneas. This is as long as it took. <laughs> well. And she uh, takes out her bag roll and slides down. <laughs> <laughs> Val gives her a little bit of a scowl, but chuckles. I can take a first watch. You hear a very, very loud snore from Ledots. He's clearly got some weird <laughs> congestion going on in his lungs. 
So it's kind of like a... Can I cast a... <laughs> Can I intend... Cone of silence? No, I want to like... I want to like... <laughs> create a nasal strip of intent to clear the roads of sinus passages. I, I think that would require some uh, that would that's a too specific. <laughs> a cone of silence is a good plan. I'm not gonna cone of silence him. As Kelnia stirs, she hasn't fallen asleep obviously yet, but she does sit up, shoots Lerotz's unconscious body a look, and then turns to the rest of you and says, we should organize watch, should we not? Um, if we rest for eight hours in total, um, we'll switch watches then every hour and a half? Ledotz appears to have selective hearing, and he just says, wake me up for the second to last watch. Well, who's taking the first, then? I will. Very well, I will take the second one. Uh, I'll take the third. You may mark me down for the fourth. And I'll take the one in the middle of the night. Someone's like making a list on the side. <laughs> oh, I guess Brynir gets the last one then? Yes. So Brynir gets the two hour watch? Yep. <laughs> he was going to actually take it anyways. Your night goes off without a hitch. But it's a restless sleep that you endure one hour to the next. The watches are intense. It seems as if nothing is happening but by the time everyone awakes in the morning, there is Bogrot seeping in through Val's fabricated walls and crawling down the stairs closer and closer. Not enough to trigger this explosive ward, but even so, after this amount of time, you can see that it is catching up to you. <laughs>